I loved the emotional rush of being scared. I still do, of course. I don't go out much to haunted houses, but I still love good, old-fashioned, scary stories. Listener discretion is advised. So, without any further delay, for this in October episode, 2000, we're going back Bureau to County the end District of the Attorney called the killer the original Night Stalker for the first time to make sure people knew that they weren't talking about Richard Ramirez. As the 1970s were coming to an end, Dr. Robert Offerman a few months was 44 later, years a old. criminalist with a Contra Costa County Sheriff's Department in Paul Holmes was working on a series of cold he cases in a condominium in Galea, California, it's which is about 100 miles northwest of Los Angeles had raved eight women at the time he was living alone and he was going through October a divorce. 1978 and July 1979. Holes wanted to test the DNA from three cases to confirm one man had committed the rapes. This he sent the DNA the to Mary Hong to be tested. Like Holes and Hong were shocked to find out that the original Night Stalker and the East Area Rapist were the same person. Paul Holes had been working on the East Area on the Rapist morning case of December for four 30th, years as a side project. Two of Offerman's friends went to the his condo were passed because he was supposed to play tennis with them. They but let themselves in that and they like discovered that his dead body and the dead body of a woman in the master bedroom. Between June 18, 1976 and July 5, 1979, the East Area Rapist broke into the, the homes of 45 people as 34-year-old Deborah Manning in around Sacramento County. She was a clinical psychologist and many times it was divorced. couples and families who lived in the homes. The police concluded that the two were dating the home invaded, and were tied and the night and then raped the woman. Sometimes Manning's he would body do was on the waterbed in the like master bedroom. Plates on the man's back and her say he'll kill them both behind her back if he hears the plates twine. rattle. One thing that the police raped the man's was romantic that the twine had been tied using a unique diamond knot. In one case, he raped a 13-year-old girl, girl and shot the rest of the heads on her mother's back. It appeared that Offerman so was, was on his knees at the foot of the bed when he was shot three times in the chest and the back. It was not enough to rape his victims with some twine. He wanted their loved ones to the feel helpless while to many people did it. in the neighborhood. He also liked several to torment his victims that after he raped them broken into and even ransacked. He called several on of the his evening victims of the murder and threatened to kill them if they went to the police. One couple said that they saw a man run through their One living room time, on January 2nd, 1978. His voice they was lost recorded. sight of him after he hopped over their back fence. Here's a recording of the phone call. The police think that the same man Hello? broke into Offerman's home using a screwdriver. He went into the bedroom and aimed the gun at the couple. He most likely gazed and twined to Manning and ordered her to tie up Offerman. She did, but she didn't tie it tightly. When the killer was tying up Manning, Offerman freed himself. But the killer probably stopped him before he put up too much of a fight. He either shot Offerman or ordered Offerman to get on his knees and then executed him. In 1977, after the FBI he developed killed the first profile of the East Area Rapist, the neighbors heard gunfire at they about said 3 a.m. 20 to 25 years old. No one reported the gunshots, because they gave thought the it was called a firework guy. He was probably after the couple was shot, and he had a job with minimal contact with the public. 
they he also saw that turkey. he wouldn't stop and then left the remains of the turkey on the porch. But then, in 1979, he suddenly the case was incredibly baffling for the police. No one knew why. Nothing had been stolen Six from the months home. after he stopped, the original Night Stalker also, murders Also, there were began. no signs of sexual assault. Until the DNA test in early 2001, the case no was one connected the two crime sprees. Two there and a half months later, later this, on March 16th, 1980, was the distance the between the crime sprees. home in Ventura, California. The East Area Rapist Crimes happened around Sacramento and the original Night Stalker happened in Southern California. The home they were called to, to belonged to a respected lawyer, 43-year-old Lyman Smith, Danville, where the last East Area Rapist attack happened in the near future. Lyman was going to be made a superior the first Night Stalker murders were committed. Lyman lived with his second also, wife, the East who was his former secretary, didn't kill any three-year-old Charlene Smith, and the Night Stalker brutally murdered Their ten dead people. bodies were found by Lyman's 12-year-old but son the from his first marriage. between the crime sprees were striking. He had come over that afternoon the to mow the lawn. rapists seemed to target couples like when the original Night Stalker. When he got into the house, he heard the alarm clock in the master bedroom. In both series of crimes, he broke into the victim's he walked home into the in the bedroom, middle of the night, and he found the dead bodies of his father and stepmother. After it was made public that the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker were the same person, the murder weapon, which was found at the foot of the bed, was a law that came from a stack of wood inside the house. They thought the he might have committed more crimes that Charlene had been sexually assaulted. One of those crimes was a double murder in Rancho Both Cordova, Lyman and California, had been that bound was behind their backs the with cords from the drapes. The knot Rancho was an Cordova unusual knot where several East Area rapist attacks happened. It's not known how the, the first attack got into the home in because there were no signs of forced entry or a break-in. On February 2nd, 1978, the front door had been unlocked, and his so wife, may have entered the home Katie that Majority, door, were walking their dog. In this case, the police had they a were confronted by a gunman and tried to escape a by running into a backyard. A lawyer. In the backyard, the man had visited the, the couple down, the night before the their bodies were found. fencing into the next backyard. His fingerprint was found on a wine glass. Then the masked man fired a gun at them. Also, his minister had told Brian the police that in the they confessed that to the murderers. was shot in the head. They but after some investigating, the, hospital, the police couldn't find any evidence that connected him to the murders. thought that they saw the East Area Rapist doing something they also discovered like breaking that the into a home had a bizarre history of making up stories for the police. He then killed them to so the charges them. against the man were dismissed at the preliminary hearing due to lack of evidence. Without a suspect, the case became cold. At the time, no one knew that the murders of the Smiths were connected to the murders of Robert Offerman and Deborah Manning. After all, there were several significant differences. The murders took place in different cities that were in different counties. While the police thought they discovered they were also more killed murders in different than ways, committed, one couple were shot to the other with killer's identity. But there were major similarities. In 2008, it was made public Both that the police were investigating the, the possibility while they were they committed another series of crimes that happened before the East they Area Rapist became active. A diamond knot was used to tie up three of the victims. Starting in April 1974, is a complicated knot that is used by sailors. Suffered a series of break-ins. The victims were all white. Over 130 homes were broken into over 20 months. 
The perpetrator the was called was that was the Celia Ransacker. It's understandable why no one recognized an emerging pattern. He broke into several homes and one night, year old Keith Harrington and 28-year-old Patrice Briscoe got married in May 1980. Usually, when someone breaks into a home, student, it's the retreats, with by Patty, was a nurse. The Ransacker often ignored high-value items and sold personal things, like wedding rings, Class in rings, August, collections. they were living in Dana Point, California. He spent a lot of time traveling his victims' homes in rather sadistic Roger. ways, like pushing over bookcases and pouring wine August 21st, on the carpets. 1980, Roger went over to the he house also where the newlyweds were female undergarments and arranged them on the bed. Under the doorbell, there was a note left it was also by some of that he masturbated in the homes. It was dated the day he also before. stole several guns. The note One said the that the friends had come by in Morocco revolver. Roger let himself into the it's house. He also made that his the way to bedroom. the murder. He found a September 1975 year old Claude Snelling was awoken by soaked in blood in the middle of the night. It was determined he lived in that the house of Isaiah with his family. Then the couple was bludgeoned Snelling to death was a highly respected professor of journalism at a local college. The sprinkler head was nowhere he to got be found bed to investigate the noise. Keith and Patty's wrist showed signs he of being bound to the carport or whatever he found something shocking happening. A man in a ski mask was kidnapping his daughter. The masked man shot 45-year-old Claude Snelling twice and then ran away. Thanks for tuning in. Snelling died in the hospital. Please leave a comment and subscribe. The owner of the 38 caliber Morocco that was stolen had recovered some bullets they had fired for target practice. The used to tie them up was gone. Ballistic tests revealed that the gun used to kill Snelling was a 38 caliber Maruco. It was thought that the murders happened two if nights earlier. the original night stalker was the Visalia ransacker, that, the that killer would mean that Claude Snelling was his first which victim. was left unlocked. But the police didn't have any physical Dana evidence Point that connected the Vasilya Ransacker from Galita and the 129 miles from the original Night Stalker. Dana Point the worst is in the county south of Los Angeles that Galita and Ventura were committed by the same person. Of the city. The last known so Ransacker, the murders of the Harringtons was in the December of 1975, which happened six months earlier. And the killings Six months of later, in June 1976, the first East Area Rapist Attack happened in Rancho Cordova five months after the murders of the Harringtons. Also, there are several sketches of the ransacker, a mother of 28-year-old well of the East Area Rapist, received a startling phone call. Another major factor Manuela is that all the crime banks had a sadistic edge to them. She the ransacker wasn't preferred to phone. destroy rather than steal from his they victims. They tried to contact her husband, David, but Experts he was in the hospital because he had a gastrointestinal virus an evolution of the perpetrator. Manuela and David lived All in the, the middle class home involved in breaking into California. someone's home. Manuela the was alone in isolation from ransacking and five years. David to rape was a salesman at a Mercedes-Benz dealership. Yes, people were killed during the ransacking. Manuela's mother decided to go over to the couple's but home. But those murders seemed to be more reactionary she got into than the their intention of the perpetrator. bedroom. Claude Snelling she was found killed the after dead he body cut off the kidnapping his daughter. Manuela had been raped. It's also believed that death. Brian and Katie Majori may have seen these scary rapists to death with a lamp. He kills them to keep from the house. Unfortunately, bound, the police didn't have any like murder weapons. The Vasilia ever was used to tie her up was missing. 
In early 2013, was also true crime missing. writer Michelle McNamara started writing about the serial the killers by using Los a screwdriver to force open a sliding door. She had developed a new name for the perpetrator. Six the months later, killer, a criminalist with the Orange County Sheriff's this Department name was reviewing Manuel's the official case. moniker of the killer. He thought that there were After lots the of similarities between her murder and the murders set to work of the on writing a book about the Golden State Killer entitled the murders have I'll Be Gone in the Six dark. Months of Each Other in cities that are 25 Tragically, miles apart in April they 2016. Are both in County, McNamara, who was the wife of there comedian were some Patton Oswalt, differences in the crime. died in her sleep at the age of 46. A big one was that the Harringtons were a couple and Manuela was ruled an accidental overdose. Also, the killer Mac and Mary into the Harrington's home together, but he did force Manuela's door open less than a week before McNamara's death. Nothing had been stolen from the Harrington's home. When McNamara died, the killer she had completed about three quarters of the book. For those differences, this was published in the similarities between the crimes. The first is that the victims after Michelle were being to McNamara's death, death object in June 2016. The FBI and the several law enforcement agencies from the crime scene by the killer. They offered Manuela a $50,000 reward for sexually assaulted, leading to an arrest in the Golden State Killer Both case. Both couples were childless and lived in middle-class homes. But yet again, homes. no viable leads were generated. Yes, Manuela was alone when she was then killed. in the spring of 2017, because her husband, who was David, working on the Golden State the Killer case, heard about how the Bear Brook the killer was expected to find David at home that night. In our last two episodes, we covered also, the Bear Brook case. the killer didn't break into the Harrington home, many aspects of the Bear Brook their case were ultimately solved thanks to a technique the door genetic killer genealogy. Thanks to Harrington's genetic genealogy, but you, the Bear Brook found on their kitchen floor. We will floor. go over it in detail in this episode. Several matches were found in a flower bed After Paul outside Manuel's heard about the Bear Brook case's resolution, he so the contacts with Barbara Ray Venter, a former patent suspects or leads. Ray Venter became interested in genealogy Around the same after time she that retired. The was looking at the murders. Another she then couple in Galita was the website in their beds. helped adopted people find their birth families on the night of July 26, 1981. 35-year-old Sherry Domingo Ultimately, was sitting at an integral that person was about half a mile away cracking from where Robert Offerman and Deborah Manning were killed starting in October 2017. Barbara Ray Venter on the morning of July 28th, and the FBI, a real estate agent trying to determine the killer's identity. In the master bedroom, great, the real estate agent found parents of the Golden State Killers. They were a couple who lived on the east coast the home in the 1800s. The From that the bodies couple, were 35-year-old Sherry Domingo, family trees, their boyfriend, 27-year-old Gregory Sanchez. In early 2018, they traced the, couple the family did tree not live together. to a 72-year-old retiree Named Joseph James Dangerlow, who lived in Citrus Heights, a Sacramento suburb. The couple had been beaten to death. After tracking down his identity, the surveillance team started following D'Angelo. In a garbage can that was set at the curb was a garden tool known as a turf plugger tissue pipe wrench. DNA in the tissue was matched to the Golden State Killer because whatever it was, like the ligatures used to bound them, were missing from the crime scene. In charge with eight counts of Sanchez murder. had also been shot in the face. He was the, the first had serial killer who was caught thanks to genetic genealogy. That he tried to fight off the attacker. It had been nearly 32 years since his last attacker murder. shot him and then bashed him 24 times in the After head. After he was arrested, object, many people were wondering who exactly is Joseph Days James after the bodies were discovered on August 2nd, 1981. He was not a known criminal. The Los Angeles Times published genetic an article genealogy. about a serial killer he may have never known as the Night Stalker. 
who was killing couples in their beds. Not a whole lot is known about his life. The moniker, the Night Stalker, was given to the dealer four years before Richard Ramirez, Joseph the James other killer, was born the on November 8th, 1945, in Bath, New York. The article his was father on information was an army from the Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department. Belita, where Offerman, Manning, Domingo, and Sanchez were all killed, is located in Santa Barbara County. The Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department thought that eight murders were committed by the Night Stalker. They were the murders of Robert Offerman and Deborah Manning, Lyman and Charlene Smith, Keith and Patty Harrington, and Sherry Domingo. D'Angelo was the oldest of four children. The article pointed he out that all the sisters were and a brother in the master bedroom. Several people, including all the victims, sisters, have been bound. So that his father was cold and distant. The only and victims who were not bound were Offerman and Sanchez. D'Angelo attended high school in Rancho Besides Cordova, Offerman, California. And Manning, they had all been beaten to he death. He then went to Folsom High School in Folsom, Offerman California. Offerman and had been shot, as was Gregory Sanchez. He received his GED. It's believed that Offerman and Sanchez tried to fight off their D'Angelo attackers, killed animals, and this is how they ended up being homes. shot. In September 1964, the same caliber of gun was used in both home invasions. He ended up doing a 22-month tour connecting some of the crimes. There were still no leads. In 1968, D'Angelo attended the murders of Sanchez, the Night Stalker, seemingly with an associate degree in police science in December 1970. Since no one knew who he was. No one knew he attended why he California State University, Sacramento. Some people and he speculated got a degree in criminal that the media justice. exposure scared him off. In May 1973, as some D'Angelo people was the burglary unit was that there was no the force in the small towns where connected California. Nevertheless, years around went by, this time, the, the five murder cases crime spree cold. began. D'Angelo was 27 years old Mary when they started. A criminalist with the Orange County Sheriff's Department Downtown was reviewing cold about cases 10 miles in from the county. center of Asalia. One specific case in November she was looking 1973, at was the murder of D'Angelo Angelo Janelle Cruz. In December 1975, the Asalia ransacker crime spree came to California. Six months later, her family in had gone on vacation. The first known East Area rapist had a job at a local restaurant, and she couldn't get the time off. D'Angelo was 30 that years evening, old. Cruz had a friend over. A couple months later, in August at some 1976, point, they heard a strange noise D'Angelo in the backyard. Got a job as a police officer with the Auburn they looked Police out the window Department and didn't see anything unusual. The East Area rapist was active for three years, and then a spree Cruz's suddenly came to an end at about July 1979. The same month that at the, the rape time, stopped, Cruz's family was selling their arrested home. for shoplifting. On the morning of May 5th, 1986, the real estate agent from a hardware store the home. Later that she month, found he was fired from now the police Cruz's dead body in her bedroom. It's not known what D'Angelo she did for work for the next and 10 years. in the head with a pipe wrench that was missing from About the family's home. two months home. after D'Angelo was fired from the police department, the police thought that the Robert murder may have been inspired were by a made-for-TV movie the start of the original Night Stalker murder on NBC. In 1980, was, D'Angelo the murdered strangers the house in Citrus Heights where he would be arrested the police had several July, suspects 1981, in the case, and Sherry Domingo and Gregory Sanchez were murdered, but no one was ever tried for the then murder. Then the killings came to a sudden stop. 
10 years in September, later, 1981 was reviewing the two case. Two months after the murder, the that there was a biological sample Angel's from the killer. birth to a daughter. So a DNA profile for the in killer December, was created. In December 1982, Angel's wife became when a the member DNA was of California's Bar Association. Mom was alerted that the DNA belonged to the same in man May, who killed the Cruz was murdered. Six months no later, Angel's wife gave birth the other to another daughter for several reasons. Three years after Janelle's Notably, murder, it made five years since the last murder. Angel's wife gave birth to their third Cruz was also daughter. much younger than the other victims, and she was in August of that year. D'Angelo started working at a distribution center for a grocery store chain, Save Mart. Cruz had been raped and murdered Two years in later, her bed in the middle of the night by a home invader. D'Angelo retired from Save Mart in 2017 and was missing after the murder. No one ever suspected was that D'Angelo might be was also the missing killer. His estranged wife said that he always had an excuse to as to why he was going out. It led to more investigators being assigned to the Night Stalker case. Some people do not believe her and think she might have known more that she was lying determined on. that DNA found at the crime scene of Lyman and Charlie Smith's murder belonged to the same man. James D'Angelo plead guilty to By 13 the four victims among other charges, Robert Offerman, Deborah Manning, this Gregory Sanchez, of Claude and Schelling, and Brian located with the same killer. D'Angelo was also no linked to five additional rapes why during the East Area Rape Spree. There was only it's speculation that was responsible for at least 13 Perhaps murders, died, or he was in jail, rapes, or maybe he found at least religion. 100 home robberies in California. At a sentencing hearing, D'Angelo surprised many people by apologizing to his victims' families. In exchange for pleading guilty, D'Angelo avoided the death penalty. Instead, he was sentenced to life without the chance of parole. At the time of this recording, Joseph James D'Angelo was serving a sentence at the North Kern State Prison in Delano, California. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.